Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Leonardo. Welcome to my channel, everybody. You can find me on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify. I am on, on, I am on almost every single platform except for TikTok and Twitter. Um, TikTok because fuck TikTok and Twitter because they literally banned me off of Twitter. <laughs> so um, that being said, welcome, everybody. I hope when you woke up today, you woke up with a sense of purpose and you woke up with a sense of urgency that the time that we are living in is historical. The time that we are living in is not only historical, but it's something that will be talked about for years upon years upon generations upon generations. So what will you what will your story be during this transition that we are all going through in this life? During these during what will your acting be during this movie that you are playing in? And don't ever think that you're not playing in a movie, ladies and gentlemen. This is all one big movie. You know how everyone wants to, uh, you know how a lot of scientists back the whole, you know, this might be a simulation. You know what I mean? This, this is a simulation. And we, uh, there's scientific thought that uh, says we are living in a simulation. Well, listen, it's, it's, and it is, it is a simulation down to an extent. Down to a an extent because the God because God has a plan for each one of us. The Lord has a certain script for each one of us, and it is up to us to find out what that script is, and never denying it either. Never saying for a fact. Never saying we don't want it because everything that is done to us is done for a very, 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 very important reason. Whether that be for our own. Our own um, wrongdoing or a test, like a course that we need to take. And until we take that course, and until we take that course, we will not be ready for the next test. You see, I, tr I truly believe God has something in store for each one of us. I truly believe that God not only has a destiny for each one of us, but the Lord Jehovah has purpose and he has reason for each thing that happens no matter how silly it is no matter how silly it may seem to you they don't say the Lord works in mysterious ways for any kind of reason now, that being said ladies and gentlemen we have a lot of hot shit going on of course like there always is isn't there however let's get to it and let's not even um, uh, fret about it right now Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse Minnie Mouse, I should say. Minnie Mouse is getting a new look. That's right. Minnie Mouse is getting, uh, um, uh, instead of her iconic pink red dress, well, now they want to give Minnie Mouse an iconic pants, like a pantsuit. Like they want to put on, um, they want to give her a, give, give her some sweats and a sweatshirt. They want to make her out to be an actual guy. See, Minnie Mouse is trading her classic red dress for a dark blue, uh, dark blue uh, pantsuit. Of course, they wanted to coincide with the transgenderism. You know what I mean? They want, you know what I mean? And this is all about distortion. Uh, distortion. This is honestly all about translucent, uh, translucent, to make women completely lose 
their identity. It's bad enough that they've done it to uh, to, to the men so much, and now they're going after our women. Now, why do you think? Why do you think uh, uh, pa- um, parents, mothers all around the world, are being shut out and shut down against schools left and right? But let me get. Uh, let me. Um, Stay focused, ladies and gentlemen. My bad. On this article here, right? Minnie Mouse is reclaiming her power in a Stella McCartney power suit, right? Minnie Mouse, and that's how it, that's, and, and they always try to present it to you, right? Minnie Mouse is reclaiming her power. That's what it's really about. The longtime Disney sweetheart is trading her iconic polka dot dress, uh, polka dot dress, for a pair of pants for the first time this year. Disneyland Paris announced on Tuesday that Minnie will wear trousers designed by Stella McCartney for the theme park's upcoming 30th anniversary celebration. The party will launch in March for Women's History Month, which inspires a new look. The park's Twitter account shared a sneak peek of Minnie's new outfit, which consists of a dark blue and black uh, polka-dotted pantsuit and matching bow in her hair. Um, Now, that sounds fantastic. That sounds okay. However, I want you guys to actually look at the pantsuit that they're giving her. That could be worn by a guy. That could be worn by a little boy. And um, that is the illusion that they want to give to your children. Remember, it's not about it's not about the imagination of your children. It's not it's not about that. It's not about driving driving good moral responses into our children. No, no, no. It's about telling your little boy that. He's not a boy. He needs to. He needs estrogen pills and become a little girl. And then it's about telling your little girl, you're not a little girl. You need to take t- uh, testosterone pills and become a li- uh, and become a little boy. And this is what it's all about. All right. Now they're saying Stella's McCartney has designed Minnie Mouse's very first pantsuit, and it's gorgeous. It's fabulous. Um, it is not fabulous at all, and it looks like she is wearing literally a business suit that's polka dotted. It's ridiculous, man. Like this has got to stop. Um, this has got to stop at some point. But uh, um, you know, uh, and speaking of this, there's been, there's been outrage, uh, outrage by parents, by actual stockholders that are, are actually have stocks within Disney, uh, uh, Disney, um, uh, Disney Post right now. But uh, let me just reiterate on this. All right. So Disneyland Paris unveiled the famous character's brand new outfit on Tuesday via Twitter. But many people quit the quickly put the company on blast for the change. Minnie was created in 1928, right? She has famously worn a red dress and white polka dotted dress for years, but now Disney thought it was time for a change. Stella created the new costume for her in honors of Women's History Month, which takes place in March and in celebration of the park's 30th anniversary, right? Now, despite having a few different outfits over her years as a cartoon, Mindy's signature red dress has become a staple for the character's look in the parks. Well, you know what? They don't want the red dress on Minnie, okay? They want... Uh, Minnie Mouse to be dressed up as a business suit and I wonder if they're going to change her voice even you know what I mean like this is how outrageous it's really getting anyways the change was met with a very cold shoulder from fans with many people accusing the company of trying to be woke and calling her old outfit timeless earlier this week Disney also faced fear over its live action show with Snow White a remake after it revealed it is taking a different approach to the Seven Dwarves. Oh shit. Now Disney and, and 
Who would have saw this coming, though? Like, why are we all acting like this is not going to come out of Disney, for crying out loud? You know what I mean? Disney has become under furious fire after debating a woke new look for Minnie Mouse, which sees the beloved character abandoning her signature red polka dot dress in favor of a progressive blue pantsuit designed by Stella McCartney. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I, I advise you guys to look at this, the look at her her pantsuit. It's not a pantsuit. It, it looks like she's. It looks like they put her in a business suit that looks like Mickey Mouse. Only they put blush on her fucking cheeks. Honestly. It doesn't even look like it doesn't even look like Minnie Mouse anymore. But uh, you know, more uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they get more pushback. Speaking of pushback, now Pfizer, Pfizer uh, pushes to intervene in a lawsuit seeking COVID vaccine information from the FDA. That's right, the FDA is having to sue Pfizer just to get the information of what these vaccines actually have in them, and not only not only that, what these vaccines actually do in long term effects. The, F, the Pfizer is going out of its way to prevent clauses within with with within these um with uh, within these lawsuits. Basically telling our court system, we're not telling y'all shit. All right? Listen to this, guys. Pfizer wants to intervene in a Texas federal lawsuit seeking information from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration using licensing the company COVID-19 vaccine, a litigation move that plaintiffs who are suing for the data say is premature. Oh, it's premature. Okay, this is how this works out, right? It wasn't premature to give us the vaccine. But it's premature to tell the American people what the vaccine actually does. And this is uh, the new world order, and this is how we're getting here. And if it, and if I hear if I hear any bullshit of well, does it really matter? Yeah, it does matter. It absolutely does matter. Before I even get into this article, it matters because they pushed Pfizer pushed this vaccination, and you know what? The elites are about ready to leave them on dry because Pfizer, at the, as its company, is about to catch a hold a whole lot of lawsuits. They're about to get put under investigation after investigation, and so did, and shows and so should the CDC. You understand what I'm saying? Because we need these investigations. These we need investigation over the CDC. We need the CDC investigated. We need the Clinton family investigated. We need the Pelosi family investigated. We need the Schumer family investigated. We need the Clinton family completely dismantled. I don't even know how to say that because how many people have they killed, including an attorney that Hillary Clinton offed in New and New York theme park or New York Park. And I should say in Manhattan Park. Sorry about that. I'm sorry, Hillary. I'll make sure I get where you dump that lawyer's body at correct all the time. But let me get back to this article because I love how you can't really find a legit article on any of this stuff. Each article I've been finding spins it so hard that it's. It, I, I would have to spend almost two hours just reanalyzing one article. So this is the best one I got. And in the short, in the shortest spans or in the, in the most correct spans, I'm going to have to reanalyze it and really give you what they're actually saying, right? So Pfizer's lawyers at DLA Piper told U.S. Dick Judge Mark Pittman on January 21st it wanted a role in the proceedings to help the FDA avoid inappropriately disclosing trade secret and confidential commercial information. You have to be kidding. So Pfizer is, what that means is, Pfizer is basically saying we want to control the amount of information we give to the courts under secret proceedings. 
We don't want it released to the public. We wanted to make sure that it's only given to certain people, certain judges, certain attorneys. So only they know the information. We don't want to disclose it to the punch- uh, people. That's why the, that's why they're trying to say they want to, uh, to help the FDA avoid inappropriately disclosing, and here's a key word, trade secret. Trade secrets. That's a very, very key word within business terms, all right? And I advise every single one of you guys to look up just that one term up. And confidential commercial information, right? Confidential. Like I said, they want to keep it within secret proceedings so the American people don't find out that they are getting killed and experimented on. I know for a fact our troops don't want to find out that they're getting experimented on because once they do, it's mutiny time. And, it, and, and it's not going to be on like the border patrol scale because there is a mutiny going on with the, uh, with the border patrol right now. And I shit you not, that's an actual, that's really, really going on. There's a very, very big mutiny going on with our border patrol, the, with our U.S. border patrol. They are tired, tired of being used as drug smugglers and human traffickers. So a lot of them are quitting. A lot of them are disobeying their uh, the higher ups' orders, and um, all hell's just breaking loose. All right. Now, on Tuesday night, the group of doctors and scientists who sued last year over public access to the FDA's Pfizer's license records said in a court filing that the company's bid to jump into the lawsuit was ultimately because the plaintiffs have not challenged any redactions to request records earlier this month. The judge ordered a fast-track release of hundreds and thousands of documents calling the case of paramount public importance. But that's not but that's not what they want though. Now the US government agencies controlling the release of information under federal public record laws, public but companies can challenge and even sue to block the disclosure of certain de- uh, certain details, which is actually not true. See companies cannot they cannot block the information that they are then giving to, uh, that uh, of products that they're giving to the open public. That's a complete lie, and that's just a flat-out lie coming from Reuters. All right, now, the FDA said on Tuesday in its court filing that it's welcomed the opportunity to coordinate with the Pfizer admin with the agency called the unusual and indeed extraordinary circumstances of the case. Pittman scheduled a hearing for Friday to consider Pfizer's bid to intervene. The judge is also expected to take up the FDA's logistical concerns about his January 6th order that directed the agency to release 55,000 pages monthly starting in March 1st. Come March 1st, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to see America burn. And I am not kidding you. That's why I've been telling you they are. That is why I'm telling you these elites what they're doing, who they're paying. So when... When uh, it's not just one, two cops getting shot every week, almost every other day, it's about like it's a, it's a whole task force getting locked down. It's a whole police precinct getting blown up to shit. When you see the Midwest start getting burned to hell by ter- by gangs that have formed up, and now they're shooting at police at mass scales. They're putting bombs in federal buildings. When you start seeing this shit, I'm telling you right now, Subliminal Message Studios is giving you this information right here, right now. So come far March 1st. Come March 1st. You're going to see a shitload of stuff happen within this month. You're going to see a whole lot of bull, uh, 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 trigger pulling. Let's just see that. All right. Let's just say that, all right? Now, the FDA declined to comment on Wednesday, and Pfizer said in a statement that its intervention will accurately, will accelerate 
the release of documents. And and you know what? They might be telling the truth. Pfizer, Pfizer as a whole, as a company, might actually be telling the truth. Here's what they're well, here's here's how they're not gonna tell you the truth. You see, it might they might release the information at a lot faster pace, and they might release the information at um at a at a more uh, at a more open rate, but it's only going to be open to the judge that is preceding this court, and it's only going to be open to the certain attorneys that were part of the court case. It will never be released to the public. This is why Pfizer is going out of their way to put injunctions on the release to the public. You see, they know they're going to have to. Re- they know they're going to have to release this information. Period. They know that much. They just don't want it to release to the public. They don't want the public to find out that they are fucked. Yeah, you got that vaccine, you're dead in a couple years. And if you're not dead by the vaccination, you're going to get a cold here in a couple years, a simple little cold. You're going to get a simple little flu. Dead. Your immune system can't take it. Dead. Right then and there, bitch. Done. You're gone. Dead. All right. I've already told you I have put up my I've put up the videos that they didn't want you to see. I've even put up the statistics on 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 what is going on on the statistics of cancer and neurological disorders that have had over a thousand percent up up increase since these vaccinations have been getting put into people's bodies. All right. Now, the FDA earlier drew criticism over its plan to release 500 pages a month in response to the lawsuit from public health and medical professionals from Transparency, a production schedule that will take more than 50 years to complete. Siri and uh, Glimstead, the New York uh, banquet firm that filed the lawsuit, has fought mandatory vaccination efforts since day one. Hell yeah, guys, you're damn right, because they, they're pro-America. They're pro-human, you know? In its filing, Pfizer said the company supports public disclosure of FDA records to promote transparency and the public's confidence in the vaccine. Well, that right there is an outright lie. Did you guys know that they actually blocked? They blocked releasing this information when it first came out. Not only did they block it, it took a court for them. They took a court filing from the same company from Siri and Glimstad. The uh, the bakeware firm uh, the bakeware firm that is filing the lawsuit right now it took them to file a lawsuit just for them to actually release some of the information and when they uh, when they uh, said okay okay we really we'll release the information we'll release fifty pages every month that would take almost seventy five years for us for the general population to really find out what they are putting in these vaccinations, what these vaccinations are actually doing to the general population, and what these vaccinations are doing to our uh, genome system, our DNA systems, (coughs) excuse me, in which way are they manipulating our DNA? Is it for the good or the bad? Because an mRNA vaccination is exactly what it says. It's an mRNA vaccination. It attacks your DNA. It can either alter your DNA for the good or for the bad. That much I want you to know. So when this shit comes out before March 1st, when you start seeing crazy, crazy, crazy terrorist attacks all across all across the United States, I'm telling you right now, it's all done by design. It is all done by design. All right. Now, oh, and and, and, by, oh, and by the way, the FDA they want to make sure they promote transparency. Bullshit. It's an outright lie. 
straight out and straight through, guys. And this, and 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 why am I covering this before I get to our local news? Because they're fucking killing us. They are literally and legitly fucking killing us. What do you want me to talk about? Do you want, what do you want me to talk about? What what Kenny Kniff? Do you want me to talk about um, um, the, the, the football player that's actually standing up against the COVID vaccine? You know what? Good for you, dude. I am proud of that football player. I can't even remember his name right now. Um, and, 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 he's, and he seems like a great guy and everything. I'm proud of you, man, for actually standing up for America, standing up against these vaccinations. But I don't give a shit about what you're doing for your career. I, I, I It's not that I have a grind against football. And I'm going to make that clear because I actually used to play football in my peewee years. Hmm. <laughs> A little, you know, a little something you didn't know about me. But um, I actually used to play football. So it's not that I have something against football or basketball. It's just I think these are gladiatorial games that were put into place in an effort for the uh, to to in an effort to sway the American people away from what really and truly affects them on a daily basis. Because after all, I, I think I think we as a general people have completely lost our shit and kind of forgot that politicians get hired to change your life. So if you do, just because we don't see see it for our own eyes, the effects of this, like the effects of Mutual Omaha tearing down the downtown um, uh, downtown public uh, uh the downtown public library just to put a huge tower up there because they want to put a skyscraper and me and all this while they're saying oh well we don't respond to rumors even though they're directly funding it even though they're literally the ones that are getting the tower and and, and burning the books and then and not even that they have openly admitted that they are going to burn some of the books at the downtown Omaha library in an effort to save time and manage and manage, manage, um, money, manage the money that it's taking. Yeah. Mutual Mall has just go ahead and confirmed that they're going to burn, they're going to burn some of the books. They're going to burn some of them in an effort the same type of money. Well, ain't that fucking fantastic? And isn't how, don't you like living in the new world order? Don't you like having to put that mask on your little baby that just got out of the hospital? Don't you like putting on that mask almost every single day? And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's not that I'm completely anti-mask. You see what I'm saying? Uh, let me reiterate on this stuff. I've said this once, and I'm going to say this again. Man, when this pandemic, plandemic, pandemic, when this Fauci first started, this whole little shenanigans, man, I'm going to be honest, like I said, I was ready for this. And I'm not even, I'm not using that as a joke. I'm being dead serious. I was ready for this shit, man. Like I had, I'm, I'm being serious, dude. I had the biohazard war. I had the biohazard suit. I had the, the actual nuclear mask that if you put on, man, nah, dude, it, I could be in a nuclear fallout and I'm good. I'm breathing good air. I'm good, baby. I'm all right. I had everything set up. I was about ready to walk out of my fucking house looking like this was the book of Eli. Like, you know what I mean? I, I was ready. But then after a week, two weeks, everyone's staying inside. And, in the, and then I started seeing the people in the grocery stores going to the bathrooms, taking a shit, not even coming out, not washing their hands. But they make sure they pull the mask back up. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think you guys are really scared of this. I don't think no one's really scared. And then months and months going on, I'm seeing people rioting in the streets. There's groups and groups of people after they get done telling, no, guys, we're in a, we're in a pandemic. Guys, y'all about to die if you get into over 12 groups. 
And then we all saw the riots go on for all the whole year, and it's like it's like the it's like COVID nineteen just stopped during the whole the, during the whole George Floyd riots. Being serious, y'all don't feel the same way. It's like the it's like the COVID nineteen for real stopped, and the riots is what everyone was watching. Unless you were part of the riot, you were watching the riot. I know for a fact I was watching that shit almost every night. I I remember when this was going on. I was, almost every night I was on YouTube. Watching the fucking riots all across, even the ones here in Omaha. I remember when we had that little uh, protest uh, riot slash riot here in Omaha. All I could think to myself is, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, what do we have to bitch about, honestly, man? Like, every single one of us have jobs. You know what I mean? Like, there's prejudice here in Omaha, Nebraska. Don't get me wrong, man. But there ain't some real... There's. I have yet to see real racism all my life. I've never seen I've never seen real racism. I've seen prejudice. I've seen prejudice. Yeah, I've seen people say some stupid prejudice shit. I've seen people um do some prejudice shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um I, I've seen I, I've seen uh and it, and I and I mean on both sides too. I'm not just talking about on the white side. I understand every single time someone mentions racism and race, they always go, Yeah, the fucking white people. Nah man, I'm I'm talking about on all sides. Like I've seen Racism. I've seen prejudice on the black side. I've seen prejudice on the Mexican side a lot. I, you know, I don't know what is. I don't know what is wrong with my people, man. We just don't like anybody. I think that's what. I think that's what the problem is. But anyways, I've seen right prejudice on the white side, man. You know, stupid white people calling the black people the N word and then saying it under their breath, full well knowing that if you say that shit out loud, bro, you're gonna get your fucking shit clocked. And it should be. And and and, and that also has always led me to believe that we are brainwashed like a motherfucker. Because we can sit there and watch a black person call a white person honky all day, and nobody gets up, nobody stands up and says, "No, hold up, bro. Hey, hey, no, man, you ain't about to do that racist shit, bro. Get that fuck out of here with that. Say it again. Say it again. I dare you. We never, we, you know what I mean? That's how I know your brain. That's how I know a lot of us are brainwashed when it comes to actual racism. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. I I, I remember being in school and I remember hearing being in one class. I remember a, a, a man. This was a. It was about to be a fucking gang war, man, because the Mexicans and the blacks they weren't vibing with each other, right? And oh man, this was in Norris, y'all. And there are some steps. I don't. Know, I'm sure there's there's like a a hallway where like everyone would meet. And it was like a secluded hallway, mammy, and there was, you know what I mean, a, a level one. It went from level one to level two, you know what I mean? So there's two flights of steps and shit. And everyone would meet on this, like, kind of, it was, I don't know, it was like what everyone would fight. If you ever had something go down, everyone would gather up on the two flights of steps and then watch y'all ch- watch each other beat, you know, fight, throw down, man, you know. Whoever got knocked out got knocked out. If the teachers came, just block, everyone knew. If any of the teachers came, everyone knew to block the teachers in. So everyone knew, like, if we all, like, face, continue to watch the fight and then come together and then kind of put our backpacks together, the teachers couldn't get through. Yeah, we are, we were scandalous little motherfuckers. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know if you, I don't, if, if you know, you know. Like, I, I, I'm talking about Pacific time in middle school. I was going to Norris, Norris middle school, man. So if you was going to Norris middle school during, uh, during my time, then you definitely know what I'm talking about. We are some scandalous. Mean little motherfuckers, man. We were. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. We were mean as shit, man. We we blocked the teachers in. I remember. And I'm gonna get to the story. Hold on. So there was this. There was this kind of gang war between the Mexicans and the blacks, right? And um, uh, home. Uh, uh, you know, I can't remember his name. I think it was Dante. Real shit. I think. Da- yeah, it was Dante. It was Dante. Oh, Dante. And then uh, 
I don't, I can't remember that uh, homeboy's name, man. But you know, it's you know, black and a Mexican, and then you know, shit was going down, and, and this was going down, down, like you know what I mean? Because this is a, it was a race thing, you know. I, apparently, some racist shit was said to uh, to one of the others, you know what I'm saying? So like, and, and I, when I was going to Norris, it was mainly Mexicans and blacks. Like there was maybe a couple white people, you know what I mean? Like I was the black sheep of Norris Middle School because I didn't fit in with the Mexicans or the blacks. I kind of just like, I was the one that kind of just fucked both of you guys, you know what I mean? But I love y'all, right? You know what I mean? But man, fuck all y'all, dude, you know what I mean? But I, I love y'all. You know what I mean? But anyways, man, so everyone meets up and these stairs are locked the fuck down. Like you're not... No girls were near these the staircases. It was all a bunch of swinging dicks. Like we're all a bunch of pissed off little children, man. And we're locking down the stairs. And I remember, I remember the fucking the the, the uh, Dante. I remember him saying straight up and calling calling a I can't remember his name. I remember him calling the essay a spick, and he said it. He said it straight out. And I know these words are, I'm going, cause I'm gonna say the N word straight out too, man. Cause this, you know, cause you know, I'm not gonna say spick and then, oh, I'm not gonna say the N word. No, fuck that, man. Using the word spick is just as bad as using the word nigger. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, man, the Dante called him a spick and no one said shit. Like, no, you know, I didn't hear like any kind of, oh, oh, hell no, this is about to be a fight. I just remember the essay. Yo, I was something, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, and, and like, it never, the fight never happened, man. The fight never happened. And then the next, I, I shit you not, man, the next period, we all meet back up in the same fucking hallway. Cause apparently this time the fight's going to go down because, you know, I can't remember why the fight didn't go down. I think it was just a dick measuring contest. They never really want to throw down. They just want to see if they're really about it, you know? So next period, we all go and we all meet back up there. And this time I'm like, Oh shit, it's definitely going down now. You know what I mean? It is definitely going down now. Oh shit. You know, and this is the day before everyone had, you know, video. There was no phone we could pull out. You know, there was nothing, man. Man, like, you know, it was, you remembered it with your mind. You know what I'm saying, man? So, um, and this time the essay is speaking and you know how fucking Mexicans get when they get mad. Like, and if you don't, man, it's, it's something like this. I mean, man, fuck this essay, man, for real. Hey, hey, cabrón, we're going to go there and fucking do this shit. You know, it's very, it's, it's very, um, it's, it's, it's almost like a movie. You know what I mean? Like there's certain, there's certain, uh, things that have to go into place right before Mexicans fight. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I have no idea why, but there really is. But, um, uh, here, now here's a kicker. This time the fucking Mexican straight out called Dante a nigger. He was like, I mean, I'm sick of you fucking niggers. Like straight out and straight out fucking said it. And I shit you not, I heard the whole fucking school, I heard even the teachers that weren't part of the fucking fight, that didn't know what was going on, come out of their classroom, poke their head out of the classroom and go, oh, hell no. Like, the whole school heard it. And everyone threw up their hands and was just like, oh, man, that's some racist shit. No, man. Hey, man, fuck this. And everyone got in a war. And I, my point is, it, it literally was at that moment, it was at that moment, that's how I know Everyone is getting brainwashed when it comes to actual racism. Because if, if everyone was okay with the Mexican be called Spick, like, it's okay to call the Mexican Spick. And, and, I mean, it's not okay, but, oh, well, I mean, you know, it's acceptable at least. You know what I mean? Maybe he is being a Spick. But whenever, when, I shit you not, when that motherfucker dropped that N-word, when he said nigger, the whole fucking school lit up in fucking flames. And everyone started fighting after that, man. 
I'm not kidding you guys. This uh, this is an actual real story. If you were going to Norris at that time, you probably remember the exact fight I'm talking about because that shit went on for a long time. Fucking cops had to show up. They shut us all down. We oh man, we got we the cops beat the shit out of us. By the way, they grabbed. I remember they grabbed me in particular because I wasn't part of the fight, but they just yeah <laughs> I, yeah I, yeah I was a part of the fight, but I was definitely antagonizing shit. But they grabbed they grabbed a certain amount a number of us us uh, uh, a number of us up like the people that they honestly it was the cops it was they grabbed the cops grabbed the kids that they really cared about up. And that's what was really going on. They grabbed the people that they, the kids that they really cared about up. And I remember, man, they beat the shit out of us. They took us in the gym room and they, they whooped our asses, man. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't an actual, like, you know, an ass beating, like where they're throwing fucking hands in our face. No, man, but they beat the shit out of us, man. Like stomach hits, motherfucker, you're doing pushups, get back up. Bam! Stomach, like they're beating the shit out of them. <laughs> it was. I, I can look at it now, and I can look at it now and and laugh. And um, I don't know if uh, I'm sure some of you might be shaking your heads and be like, "Dude, that's honestly, bro, that's that's not right. Cops shouldn't be doing that." No, fuck that, man. That's exactly what. In my perspective, I think that's exactly what cops need to do because that's what the police that's what sheriffs and peace officers did back in the day man like they didn't they didn't believe in taking your fucking son to jail and ruining his entire life and making him more of a criminal over him stealing a fucking milky way out of walgreens they didn't believe in that shit they just believed and all right i'm gonna take you back home and if you do this again i'm letting your mom know and i'm and i'm gonna have a talk with your daddy and if your daddy's okay with it I'm sure he is. I'm gonna whoop your ass next time you do that. And uh, and back in that day, we were all about it. Um, all dads were about. Oh, you caught him stealing? No, go ahead. You know what? Keep take him to jail and whoop his ass, and then bring him back here. I'll whoop his ass, and then you can go take him back to jail and you whoop his ass again. All right, deal. Go, bam. All right, you know what I'm saying? Like it. Now that's just my opinion, man. I'm not saying that the, it, it it's it's all can come in some and it's all right. But what I am saying, man, is is. I've I, I I've never seen I've never seen racism I've seen prejudice uh, prejudice but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is is we are all very very brainwashed when it comes to actual racism. Now that being said, let's 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 get right back to this article because this is the juiciest of the juiciest. So I I do apologize for um, getting off in the tangent. Um, Sometimes I don't even know how these tangents start. Now, um, the case is public health and medical professionals for Transparency versus Food and Drug Administration. U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas, number 421 CV 01058. And I'm going to repeat that guy to you guys for, for you guys one more time because it, it is truthfully in the court that you're not going to find any conspiracy theory because you can't lie in the courts. You don't lie to a fucking judge. And I don't know if, it, if any of you guys have or if any of you guys have lied to a judge and you think you have gotten away with it. Give that judge two or three year, two or three more years. He's going to find out the truth and he'll bring your ass right back into court. You don't fucking lie to a judge. You don't lie to your attorney. You don't lie to the courts, man, because it is in the courts. And uh, I'm not that's not to say lies have not uh, been in the court. Holy shit. Um, judges have been paid off, killed. Attorneys have been paid off, killed. Police precincts almost. And I mean that to the I mean that to the fullest extent. Police precincts as a whole have been paid off and extorted. It's happened before. Yes, it does happen. Does the truth come out, though? Every single fucking time. 
So I want you, I'm going to read off these numbers and I want you guys to pay attention. Go to the actual website. Pay attention, call these guys up and find out what is actually going on with this court document. So you know you didn't get off of Fox News. No, you didn't get off of CNN. No, you got these documents right off of Subliminal Message Studios or right on your on your own time, on your computer, on your phone, whatever it is. But let me read off these numbers one more time. This is docket number 421 CV 01058. Aaron Seary of Seary and Glimstone and Glimstad and John Howie of Howie Law. For FDA, Courtney Enlow of the U.S. Justice Department. And um, it's, it's I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to be paying very, 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 very close to these court documents, to the proceedings that is going on. And I like I said once before we go to break, and then we're going to cover our local news, which is um, something I should have covered uh, uh, right when we first started the show. However, uh, you know, the more you know. Knowledge is power. All right, ladies and gentlemen. But um, like I said before, guys, I honestly think that the judge is going to get paid off or scared shitless. So look for the judge to start looking like he just saw the ghost of the pa- uh, the ghost of the past. You know what I mean? Look for these. Uh, look for the judge to get killed or memed or something like that because. Something's going to happen. I, I think the judge is going to um, grant Pfizer the ability to make these documents open, but not open to the public. And there is a very big difference between that. See, I think he's going to have them open, but I don't think he's going to have them open to the public one little bit. I think this is going to be under something that's going to go under the the more or less secret proceedings so it's something that the public is not aware about until a certain amount of time of the courts analyzing and the attorneys that are part of these of this court of this court proceeding and not only that cuz they can this is this is the kind of things that they can do it's not just that it's they can put a time limit on when the attorneys or when anyone can even talk about this putting them under federal indictments much less meaning if they do talk about it before the their time is uh, passed, after six years, seven years, ten years, whatever, however many years it is, then they are open to go to federal prison, not 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 state prison, not your Douglas County Jail. No, they're going to federal prison. Like they can go to Guantanamo Bay, like like federal federal. So um, you know, guys, keep in mind for all the shady shit. But let's go to break. We'll touch more basis on that because it is so important, and it, it this is affecting our life more than you know we need to know what was exactly in these pfizer BioNTech vaccinations we need to know what the actual effects are damn it dude like this is serious we're getting ready to inject this experimental vaccine into babies into children under five and we still don't know the actual effects of it or what is actually in the vaccination it pisses me off man let's go to break one, one, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, Check but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Oh, better now than never. Business right before now. pleasure. Be Diddy in the fam. Who you know do it better? Get it right, no matter what. Be airtight. Yeah. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make it yeah. 
break ladies and gentlemen this is subliminal message studios and i am your host leonardo as i was saying i I do want to touch base more with um pfizer um intervening and them saying they want to directly be a part of the court proceedings meaning they want to control 
what information gets released, when it gets released. And if not, they're going to throw on clauses in there. They're going to put on secret. They're going to uh, offer the judge secret proceedings. So only he knows what is really, really, really going on. Right. And this is how it really, really works. It's fascinating. It really, really is. It's awesome. And um, it should be completely illegal. But it is not now, uh, moving forward with uh, local news, Omaha streetcar plans. Now, they're saying this is going to, uh, they're saying this is Omaha streetcar uh, street plans, shared traffic lanes will connect cities, communities. That's right. And um, uh, I guarantee none of these uh, streetcars are going to go out to um, West Omaha right, or anything because it's all about getting North this Omaha. Is on your side, we're digging deeper into Omaha. Yeah, um, that was uh, John uh, Clinkley. I was about to say, we do have uh, some audio feed on there, um, but we are not going to get in there. Anyways, um, that being said, I highly doubt any of these um, uh, streetcars are going to um, touch base here and um, uh, touch base here out in West Omaha or the far west at all. They see what they want to do is make. North Omaha and South Omaha more conglomerated. They want to connect North Omaha, South Omaha together, push more, push West Omaha more and more out west, so they can then create more of a elites and a lower uh, uh, elite, elite, elite in a lower pivotal class. You see what I'm saying? And 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 if any of you think that oh well that works for me, I'm just, I guess I'm an elite. I'm better than no jackass. You're not. You're not better. You're gonna die just like everyone else. They're gonna make you take that vaccination just like everyone else. And if you don't take it, they're gonna SWAT team you, your entire family. They're gonna take you to your re-education camp that FEMA has set up you for you in 2008. Do you, you know, are you really that elite? Are you, are, do you feel like you're really, really ahead of the curve then? Now, anyways, Mayor Gene Stott were laid out how it will be paid for yesterday. No increase in taxes, but looking at the pro- proposed route, route of the streetcar, we noticed some potential issues and how the three-mile corridor from 10th Street to Saddle Creek could change. Targeted for unveiling in 2026, city leaders studied other streetcar communities like Kansas City. The Omaha plan, plan connects downtown with the Black Dome, uh, Blackstone District. Hmm. And University of Nebraska Medical Center, the preliminary route calls for the line to run mostly along Farnham Street. It's hard to see how you don't get a benefit from, from transportation help, Mike Peters of Site 1 Brewer said. Well, I can see a, a, a lot when the city and when the city is controlling what help you are giving people? So I could see a whole lot of problems coming out of this transportation help. There's a whole lot of problems that can come from this. First of all, you guys are the, the city's the ones that are controlling it. Not only that, this not only that is the city controlling it. How does this help with getting the Omaha people into their own vehicles and letting them be more independent? How is this helping that? It almost seems like you want. No one in Omaha to drive their own car, to have their own stings. No, you want the Omaha people all into high-rise apartment buildings so you can treat them all like your little slaves. Everyone in a group mass, they're all in one compartment. It's easy to lock down everyone. We just have to go to Section 8, Section B, Section C. We'll lock everyone down. And so when shit gets bad and when everyone's going to a FEMA camp, yeah, 
So let's yeah. So let's spend uh, let's spend one point almost one point six billion dollars on this uh, on building Mutual of Omaha after they just after they just after they've been casting. Not even, not casting a projection, a projection, but after they literally just massed a sum of two hundred fifty million dollars profit each year over for over uh, for over for over four uh, for over three years now. Before the before that, it was actually a mass profit of almost four hundred million dollars. That's actually before that's pre pandemic, by the way. So we're gonna spend one point six billion dollars. Not helping the Omaha people be more independent and allowing them to get more to get to get their own vehicle to allow them their own independence independence so they can go to work at a faster pace. They can do more things for Omaha by driving their own vehicle by me being more influential in the community. But you don't want that, do you? This is ridiculous. City officials tell Six News that streetcars will share traffic lanes with regular vehicles. Farnham Street is several lanes wide downtown and one-way midtown crossing, so adding a streetcar there shouldn't be a problem. There are questions on how tight of a fix will it be as it begins to bottleneck at Midtown Crossing and through Blackstone. Businesses owners we talk to are welcoming the change. They're not welcoming the change. Okay. Now I've I've talked to a few business owners as myself uh, downtown, and they are not welcoming the change. Not only do they think it's going to create more of a hazard with parking downtown, but it's actually going to piss more people off too. Well, everyone, make way, make way for the streetcar that we're spending one one point six billion dollars on. The, oh, I'm sorry, the six streetcars that we're spending one point six billion dollars on. Then we're gonna build a a skyscraper for Mutual of Omaha, who quote unquote says and tells Omaha people, we don't respond to rumors. We don't even have any part of it. So when is my high rise gonna be done? You have to be fucking kidding me. Listen, this is the problem, and this is. These are the problems I have with banks. This is why I attack banks so much. I do not like banks. Fuck banks. I off. Oh, I'm sick of it. I'm. S- yeah. Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. I think we need to go on another break because you know I'm getting a little a little too passionate about this. And um, uh, you know, when I get too passionate about some things, I tend to just go off and just you know just fuck everything. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm being honest. If if you listen to me over the time, you come to realize that's usually what I turn to doing. You know, and I don't. I am not able to really really give you much more of an exclusive content, much more exclusive news, so you can really get a grasp on what moves you should take to. Keep your family safe. Keep your freedom as freedom. And um, it, it's, it, it just disgusts me, man. It disgusts me. You know, they've, we're talking, we're, 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 we are, we're, we're building a skyscraper for a company, for a bank. A bank that not only has massed a mass profit of $250 million over the last three years, that's each year and almost every six months, that's almost over $100 million every six months. That's not including the profits of the CEOs of, of the CEO of that company, of that, of that bank. That's not including the profits of the under management that is below him. That is $250 million profit that Mutual of Omaha just has to blow on anything they want to. But we are going ahead and going to spend $1.6 million, billion, billion on building a fucking skyscraper, burning books, removing a historical public place, 
a historical public library downtown, moving it to a different location where it will then be more less solidified. Less people will go there because not only I'm just not finding that not only they're going to move it, but they're going to make it more woke. They're going to bring that the Lincoln's tra- uh, the the. Um, I'm sorry, um, uh, transgender store time, they're going to bring that to the new downtown library or the new, I, not downtown anymore, I shouldn't even say downtown. They're going to bring that to the new library. Yeah, we are soon going to have grown men in dresses teaching our children down at the new library on story time. Yeah, we're going to have pedophiles teaching your children down at the new library on reading books. How do you, how do you, how does that make you feel? Do you feel free yet? Do you feel as if we're going down the right path yet? Do you feel that women, do you feel empowered yet? Does that, do you feel like you're empowered? Does Minnie Mouse changing into from a red dress into a business suit, does that make you feel more empowered? Do you see, do you see where this is going? Huh? If you don't, we can keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a, there's the, the the apple has not uh, far uh, uh, far uh, far from the tree. All right. Now speaking of a uh, metro of Omaha, what is exactly a land swap, and why is the city of Omaha doing it? Right. This is a recent article coming out of uh, Fox Forty Two. Sometimes Fox 42, I'm not going to lie, they got their shit together. Sometimes they do, man. I'm not I'm I'm credit is given to where credit is due. Sometimes they do have their shit together. Now, Mutual of Omaha will be acquiring the public library land site if the deal goes through. After they literally just got done saying they don't respond to rumors and we're not behind the public library getting moved out and then putting and then putting transgenders in there. We're not behind building a huge skyscraper right there. But we're gonna acquire the land where the public library, the downtown public library is getting moved from. We're just we're just we just bought the land there. No big deal. But they won't necessarily be buying or selling the properties. Instead they will be doing what is called a land swap or a land exchange, which is another way of saying that they're going to buy the land out from under them and then they're going to replace the land that they bought from under them with the land that they are going to give them which is already bought out. You see where this is going? You see why they can just go ahead and say we're going to allow transgender store time into the new library? Because it's their land that they're putting the new library on. Holy shit. Let's go. Now, listen to this. We will appraise, but we estimate that those two properties are going to be essentially the same in the value, and we're going to do a land swap, Mayor Stotworth said. We will give Mutual the Dale Clark site, which we own, and then the city of Omaha will get back that we had before the old UP Union Pacific site. What this means is that the city of Omaha will, in a sense, trade their lot for a site owned by Lenoa Real Estate Company that is an equal value or close to it. If the deal is approved, the process will look something like this. The city will swap its library land site for a lot that is owned by Lenoa Real Estate Company on 14th Street in Dodge. It is empty field located on the north side of the new Union Pacific building. Once Lenoa Real Estate Company becomes the owner of the plot where the library is currently, they will turn around and sell it to a mutual of Omaha. Oh, okay. So, but Mutual of Omaha isn't buying it though, right? They didn't buy it, right? 
but they're just, yeah, makes it makes sense, right? The first site that Mutual was looking at was the old UP, the Union Pacific site, site that is shovel-ready, the old Wall Street Tower site downtown, Stewart said. The one thing, again, the complicated thing, was parking and the need for a streetcar to move people around. Oh, okay, all right, so, so, so she's going to mention parking being a problem, but it's also about the need for the streetcar to move around, these six streetcars to move around. That makes it's a contradiction within itself. You see how they you see how they they, they say one thing and then they contradict them, themselves within another because they know it's not going to work. They know exactly they're they know exactly what they're doing. Now, Deputy Chief of Staff for the City of Omaha, Kevin Anderson, said this move would make the deal simpler because both properties are roughly the same value. That's awesome. Fantastic. Who gives a shit about the properties being like they, they keep on trying to make it about the properties being the same value. So oh, it's not really going to cost. That's not what's really going to affect the Omaha people downtown. And even not just that, any new tourists that are going to come in downtown, jackass, you're removing loads and loads of space for parking. Parking has been an issue downtown for years upon years. It's been an issue on Dodge Street for years and years and years. But yeah, let's go ahead and put some fucking six streetcars on right next to Dodge Street and then say, well, we're buying the, the lot for the same value, though. <laughs> you know, like, hey, come on. Seriously? Like, come on, man. Now, like, they go on to reiterate the exact dollar value of the library site is currently under under uh, under uh, under determined ladies and gentlemen you know what um you know we're, we're gonna finish this back up uh we're, we're gonna go on a quick break because once again like i said i really do think i need to take another break because this shit is just ridiculous it's redundant it's contradictive it's not gonna help them all people and i am so happy to be a part of this historical time in history that we are in because make no mistake we are in a, a historical time in history we are in a time in history where it is up to you to make the change it, we are truly at a time in history where it is the individual that will change the world will it be you let's go with a quick break and then we'll come back finish this article up because holy matters of smoke this is ridiculous Oh, 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. Well, well, Mayor. Why do you do this to me? Honestly, Gene, like, why do you why do you do this to me? I, you know, I, I don't agree with you on almost anything you do. I, I don't. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I, I, I really, and if I do, it's a very, very, rarely, rarely, rarely of a time, rarely, uh, rarely, rarely imagine of a time that I do agree with you on some of the things that you implement here in Omaha. You know, like, kind of, I remember when you tried to make guns, basically, and, and you didn't try to make guns illegal to be carried uh, here in Omaha, but you certainly, certainly made it very impossible for every single legal gun owner within the city limits of Omaha to then then carry a gun. I know you have your axe to grind against guns, but I also know you just, you confuse love. I haven't, you got way too much love in you. Why do you do this? Stop! You know full well that this is crooked. You know full well that you're getting... I, uh, I didn't want to say. I don't know if you're getting paid by the banks. I don't know what the hell is going on. I hope not. You know what I mean? I know you got a lot of love in you and you confuse that shit all the time with I just want to save the world. The fact of the matter is, is we can't save the world. We cannot be giving Mutual of Omaha $1.5 billion to give them uh, to have them turn around and put give us six shitty streetcars that then blocks up completely 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 wrecks downtown as as it is already as our roads don't need to get fixed if that's not a problem yeah farnham street doesn't need to get fixed dodge street oh yeah that definitely doesn't need to get fixed um not even that not even that we still have we we have can we have we have buildings that need to be completely either demolished downtown that have no historical relevance to them by the way well, we have actually, we have actual things that we do need to get rid of, things that we do need to get, uh, to, to fix, but we're gonna go ahead and give, once again, $1.5 billion to Mutual Mall. This is, it's, it's ridiculous. Now, um, let me, uh, keep on going and finish this article up. Now, first, the site where the public library sits on right now is almost 11,000 square feet, bigger than the one sitting is swapping for, right? Secondly, the city would be paying to demolish the library if the deal finalized. Of course, we pay for it. When they say the city of Omaha, they're not talking about the city of Omaha. They're talking about us. We pay for it out of our own tax money. We get fisted while the banks get $250 million profit almost every year, the year, almost uh, for the last three years, for the last three years years the year before that it was almost up to 400 million dollars we get fisted they get paid and if you're wondering where i get this uh where where, you know how the hell do you get this information i don't know it's just where it's not that i i know where i get my information um uh but i it's it's just how my mind works I don't know how else to say that. This is just, it's legitly how my mind works. The first thing when I saw this deal going down, when I first heard about it, the first thing my mind went to, okay, well, first of all, how much profit did Mutual of Omaha get over the last two to three years? Because we've seen companies, we've seen billionaires triple their profits over this entire time throughout the pandemic. We've seen our own politicians, we've seen the head of house use her power 
to influence uh, to 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 gain market cap in the stock market with her husband and her entire other family, her husband and her son. We've seen the Clinton family kill attorneys, put them in Manhattan Park, and then say, "I don't know." Well, I don't know. I don't know. If you do not know what I'm talking about, then I advise you to look these simple things up because this shit is real right here. The FBI is literally, the FBI are scared of some of these families. They know what happens if you screw with some of these families. They know. They know. Do you dig it? And they know all about the plans. You see what I'm saying? They know how this works. All right? Now, Will this uh, have a big impact on the on those financially disadvantaged? Hmm, I don't know. Now, uh, looking at a model of the city of Omaha, Scott Dobe sees opportunity. To the core of our city, there's a lot of good with that. With the announcement Wednesday of a new headquarters of Mutual of Omaha and a talk of a streetcar, Dodd Pictures mixed using house houses and more affordable places to stay as a crucial part of the design. We know already studies show there is a pressing need there, said Dobb, executive director of Omaha by Design. For the Sierra Francis, for the uh, Sienna, uh, Sienna Francis house, the announcement is welcome news. It says more vibrant Omaha could very well help a lot of people down on their luck, but it's not going to help the people down on their luck. We're not going to have high school students driving these streetcars. We're gonna have crackheads. We're gonna, you're gonna have your local meth head get in the streetcar because he's been living at the Sienna Francis house. We're gonna have the new Afghan, the new immigrants that are coming here getting flown in from the Biden administration and dropped here in Omaha, Omaha in particular, because we're not susceptible to any of these immigrants that are coming in. No, we're having all these terrorists come in straight into our city and we're gonna give them a bunch of streetcars. Like, you know? Like that's what we're gonna do. No, you, you, it's not going to be the your um oh little Sarah's in the streetcar. Oh, oh, oh my God, Brian, way to go, buddy. You're saving the environment. It's not like that. It's not gonna be like that. This is fucking bullshit, dude. And oh, and, and I quote these people like this. I quote. This is coming from the Sienna, Sienna Francis House. Mutual of Omaha has been a wonderful partner, said Chris Knopf. The chief development officer for the Sienna Francis House, the fact they're moving closer to campus has the potential for real positive outcomes. They have a lot of their employees volunteer here on campus. Oh, wow. That helps people currently living at the shelter, but what about those who struggle with homelessness on the streets? What happens to them as the development takes shape? Excuse me. Sienna Francis House offers a street outreach team, said Knopf. That means case managers actively look for and engaging with people on the streets. Really, those conversations are about getting on campus, checking in, getting case management, and starting that personalized housing plan. Those who find success might, success might then be able to elevate to something better. With affordable housing, advocates say there's greater chance people can sustain housing long term. Well, you know what? Here's okay. So that sounds all fun and good. Try it. Try it. Try to get affordable housing if you have a job. If you're not living completely off the government. The stipulation, see, see, they, they put, Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, Knopf says this, but then the stipulations to actually get that affordable housing is 
Okay, one stipulation is no job. You cannot have a job. Um, do you have a car? Okay, you're going to have to give that back. No car. Um, do you have kids? Okay, you're going to have to get your kids on state welfare. All right, cool. Um, you're, the stipulations to get the affordable housing and all this other shit, look them up, dude. They are completely made for people that want to use and live off the government. And I do not know why our governor, Pete Ricketts, is not actually speaking out about this because it's not a good thing for our Omaha streets. It's not a good thing for the city of Omaha. This is fucking ridiculous. Why do you think New York City and California look the way they do? Why do you do this to me, Gene? I'm trying like I actually I actually like you. Why do you do this? I, you know what? Just never mind. Those who find success is all in the development that comes is going to need to allow for a quite uh, for a, allow for a quite of a range of housing options, said Dobb. Dobb said Thursday, streetcar rides being made free to riders is also going to help the financially disadvantaged. He says they'll be able to get from point A to point B without having to spe- spend a lot of money. It is totally the exact opposite, okay? And while uh, we might be um, uh, not having to spend a lot of money, it's not going to be little Sally Sue or Liddy Chudy too in these streetcars, okay? It's going to be <sighs> Frank. And it's, <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's not, I'm sorry, but this is the reality of it, all right? I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I have to say this to you. Yeah, but um, it's, it's not going to be like that. But um, you know what? Moving forward. Now, organizations in Omaha come together to continue to help refugees. That's right, Omaha people. It's not you that needs help. What you need is to give us one, give Mutual of Omaha $1.6 billion, build them a skyscraper, and then they'll give, I shit you not, hey guys, they'll give you six streetcars, and then, and then, and then not even just that, they'll block, they'll, they'll make it harder for you to find parking downtown too. Oh shit! Isn't that fucking fantastic? I mean, are we moving forward quite well, ladies and gentlemen? I think we're doing absolutely wonderful. I honestly do. I think giving Mutual of Omaha $1.6 billion after they've capped $250 million over the last three years, and before that, it was almost a $400 million stretch of profit. What did they spend that money on? Well, more than likely, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, because after all, it's all about burn America down. Burn, 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 burn. How do you feel? I'm, you know, all joking aside, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm so sorry. All joking aside, how, uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel the fact that that's what we're doing? And then not even that. Organizations in Omaha are outright just telling everyone they're coming together to continue to help refugees. Are these the same refugees that are getting dropped off from the Biden, uh, from the Biden administration? Are these the same refugees that are coming in from, uh, uh, Brazil, Afghanistan that clearly fucking hate America? We have no idea of their medical records. We have no idea of their criminal records. We have no idea of their sex records, whether they're pedophiles. We have no idea of any of this. But we have organizations that have no problem helping these people find housings, find cars, find food, 
and all that under the above, all that courtesy of us taxpayers, that's right. All that courtesy of you, you and me, we're paying for that. Yeah, see, you see, seven months ago, a huge number of Afghan refugees came into Omaha. You know, we've seen them uh, flaunt their um, free Palestine flags all up and down Dodge Street. You know what I mean? I know you guys have seen that. This is fucking ridiculous. What am I, a third world country already? No, you're in the New World Order. That's what you're in. New World Order. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. All right, let me let me keep going. Those numbers have slowed down, but families are still resettling in Omaha. Many of the families who come here, oh, you know what? I see. I, I have to stop. Well, the reason why they say these those numbers have slowed down, but families are still resettling in Omaha. The reason why they're saying that is because Governor Pete Ricketts went to the border with along with uh, uh, over by Texas. He actually went to the border and made sure that because he wanted to ensure that we're not going to get a bunch of terrorists coming into the city of Omaha, coming into Nebraska. So, you know, but I mean, I guess that's why, um, you know, know, obviously Governor Pete Ricketts, he's a a terrorist, right? He's a racist, right? Because he wanted to make sure that the Omaha people, the Nebraska people are safe. While Mayor Gene Stotworth goes out and gives Mutual of Omaha $1.6 billion to remove a historical downtown public place. And then not just that, burn the fucking books, build a skyscraper, but we're all good with that. We're going to pay for it. How do you feel? I know it's a lot to digest. I understand that. Here, let me reiterate on this article. Let me stay focused on this, all right? Many of the families who come here are starting over with almost nothing. Oh, they, oh, oh well, you know, uh, God forbid if, um, uh, if Becky that lives down the street from me with her three other kids that has been in Omaha entire life, raised in Omaha, but she has to start over with nothing. Where's her help? You don't get no help, Becky. It's all about the Afghan refugees that we're bringing in Omaha, bitch. The, the, uh, Jesus. There are organizations here who will help them to get their basic needs and a place to stay. Okay, it's not our job to give them any of those things. Take their asses back to Afghanistan. Am I really wrong in saying, I'm sorry for getting off on the subject again, but am I really wrong in saying that we need to protect and make sure our people, like the people in Omaha, are eating and have places to stay first? Like, should we do that if we're going to feed the homeless and all that? Like, shouldn't we do that first? Before we start helping everyone else, what are we fucking Superman? This isn't this isn't a movie, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a movie. And if I hear anyone saying, "Well, dude, have a heart," you know what I mean? Who cares? We can afford it. Okay, have them stay at your house then. Have them stay at your house. If you're down with this kind of stuff, then have them stay at your house. You have some of these refugees stay at your house. I'm not kidding you. Have them stay at your house. Tell me what you think. Is that, uh, do you feel socialized yet? Is that free? Are you free? Do you feel like you're doing some real good? And if so, then do it. I have no problem with it. But do not expect me and other people that do not want to pay for that shit, make us pay for it. We're paying for it. It's ridiculous. Now, there are organizations who will help them to st- to get their basic needs and a place to stay. And I'm not saying, you know what, I-, I-, I do have a heart, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Don't get it wrong. I do have a heart. I'm just, it's just ridiculous. We can't help the people of Omaha out, but we have no problem with people, with organizations like the Goodwill 
giving them housing, car, you know, give them everything. You know, they don't give a shit. Goodwill of Omaha is one of those organizations, and according to them, they have helped a lot of them, and that following through with what Goodwill is about, uh, good, uh, Goodwill is all about. Goodwill and Lutheran Family Service partnered together to help the hundreds and thousands of refugees from Afghanistan and around the world. What we were able to do is organize by... Um, what we were able to do is organize by providing bedding furniture and vouchers to our stores for the families LFSs are working with are just not possible without generous donations, said Toby Mathauer, the Goodwill Omaha president and CEO. According to her, the donations from the people in Omaha and surrounding areas was exactly what helped those refugees to get comfortable in Omaha. In 2021, Goodwill Omaha received 500,000 individual donations and many of them went on to refugee families. Some of the refugees who come to Omaha end up in helping other refugees. That was a story from Mohammed. Sahil, one of my friends advised me that for families who came from Afghanistan, it's a better place to resettle in Omaha. Here you can grow a future really fast and you can learn a lot of things. And the people here are really nice and really helpful, said Sahil. Well, thank you very much, Sahil. We are very nice and very helpful. Now get the fuck out of our country. Sahil and his family resettled here nearly five years ago from Afghanistan, and when arrived, they only had a few bags. While they were here, they learned English and Omaha culture. That's what's up, bro. I was just, you know, I, I, I have a weird sense of humor. All right, guys, give me a break, all right? He and his family were helped by LFS, and now he is helping refugees like him. Sahil now will work as a case manager with LFS. He helps refugees adapt to Omaha and helps them get settled. I'm very grateful for Lutheran Family Services that they have helped us a lot with my life and my kids. Without those resettlement agencies, it's too difficult for everyone to be resettled, and then they can't stand on their feet. Without them, it's possible, said Sahil. Sahil has been working the LFS and Goodwill do, and he is grateful for their help. Refugees will continue to come into Omaha, and LFS and Goodwill will be there to help them. Well, we can thank LFS and Goodwill and the donations of Lutheran Family Service to help these refugees. That's what we can depend on, guys. See, we can depend. That's what I'm talking about, baby. We can depend on these organizations to help all the illegal immigrants that are coming in, sucking America dry. When I mean that, I mean that down to the very, very gritty, nitty bone. They don't like America at all. They want to shape America the same way they shaped Afghanistan, which is completely fried and looks like a burnt turd. But anyways, we, we can depend on these organizations to help them out. That's awesome. That makes me feel much more safer. I feel so safe right now. I don't know about you, but I, I'm safe. Now, um, uh, I bet the Omaha shooting victim found in a car, um, he's dead. And I bet how, I wonder how safe he felt right before he passed away. I'm very sorry for that joke. I know it's not funny. And I, like I said, I have a very weird sense of humor. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Omaha police reported that a man has died after being found shot and wounded in a car. And I wonder if anyone has made the joke about me getting found shot dead in a car. Because I have news for you. I've already been shot three times. Yeah. So, eh, a few more bullets aren't going to really, really affect me. Officers responded to a report of gunfire just after 11 p.m. Thursday and found Darren Hunter. Damn, bro. I don't know Darren Hunter, but I am very sorry. 46 of Omaha in a car at 47th Street and Laura Avenue. Holy shit. He died after being transported to a hospital, OPD said. Anyone has information that can help police with their investigation is asked to call Omaha Crime Stoppers. That is 402-444-STOP. 
or leave information on the P3 tip mobile app for the Omaha Crime Stoppers website. A tip leading to arrest or a homicide suspect is eligible for a $25,000 reward. All right. Um, I wonder what that was all about. And I, 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 if if he was shot, that like you know what I mean, like was he? Did he not have a phone? I mean, I wonder if he shot himself. And you kind of, I, I don't know. I'm not. You know what? I'm. Uh, let me just get to this uh, next article. Jetlinks welcomes three new partners to elevate lifestyle private jet client benefits program. Okay, listen to this, guys, because this is going to kind of relocate to um, Omaha Mutual Bank. And it's going to relocate to a few other things, right? Now, JetLinks, the only local-focused global private aviation company, provided aircraft management, joint ownership, and jet card membership services through its 20 locations nationwide today, announced the addition of three new partners to its Elevated Lifestyle Client Benefits Program. Joining the company portfolio, which provides JetLinks jet card members and aircraft owners with exclusive offers from a vast network of partners, our worldwide boat, a banquet private yacht charter company, Reset reset to the ride, a luxurious wellness and tracking retreat, a state union home, a collection of luxury hand, handmade ceramics, as JetLink celebrates a successful year of growth and prepares for an exciting year ahead, we are faced to introduce three new partners to expand our elevated lifestyle program. Now, as the newest partners to join the Elevated Lifestyle Program, JetLink's card members and aircraft owners will now have access to exclusive and prioritary offers from each brand. JetLink's clients seeking to charter a yacht with worldwide boat can enjoy a special discount on boat, yacht, blah, 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 founded in 2007, blah, blah, blah. Now, um, here is the juicy of the juiciness, right? Now, Reset Telluride is a unique week-long wellness that retreat that guides individuals through the backcountry of San Juan Mountains designed to deliver a complete physical and mental reset. The program encompasses half-day tracks, plant-based cuisine, restorative therapies, spa services, and other amenities that amplify the healing power of nature, blah, 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 jet links, clients with Mutual of Omaha as well, in an effort to, hold on. I, I, let me rephrase this. Um, well, not rephrase it. Let me um, uh, re-speak. JetLinks will have Mutual of Omaha as a client as well, taking advantage of some downtown new perspective and new downtown links. Holy shit. So, like I said, I don't know if this is just um, – because uh, let's. I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. Mutual of Omaha probably has its hands in a lot of different stock markets. It's kind of what they do. It's the reason why they're a bank. But I did – I thought that was interesting. I thought that was very interesting on how that's happening just when the client, uh, the, the soon to be affirmed contract with burning the books and building the bank goes down downtown. Now, um, moving forward with this, ladies and gentlemen, because we do have some uh, shenanigans, more shenanigans. And isn't there always some shenanigans to get to? You know what I mean? Like, isn't there always something more that we could have done? Isn't there always something more that you could do? Isn't there always a new article that you haven't seen before? Isn't there some new information that you've never heard about before? There's got to be something that we can do. There's always something that we can do better. There's always something that we can do that will help someone else change their mind, whether that either be 
a new journey that they want to set upon, or maybe they're going through depression. Maybe they just don't want to live anymore. You know, maybe they just don't see the reason why they're doing what they're doing, and they think to themselves, "Well, I mean, I'm never going to make a difference." Well, is it? It, it, it literally is an exact moment, and it's those unique things that you can say to that person to reach out and touch them without saying anything at times. Reach out and touch them without anything but a voice. And although some voices are more soft, some voices are more hard. It is the words that we put into context and it is how we spell that will put these words and spell people and allow them to change their perspective. And that is what we want to do. We, we want to change. We want to change the perspective of the world for the better of humanity, not to not to suffocate, not to pollute the human mind, but to elevate and to bring up with generosity and kindness. It's something we are losing each day. And um, you know what, man? I'm very sorry for getting the. Uh, it, it, it's it's. Yeah, I, I am very sorry for getting a little emotional there, man. But it's you know we, we need to we need to really realize um, we can do better. We can do better. We can do more. There's there's always something that you can do. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm figuring we ought to take a quick break real quick, and then we'll get back. We have a little more more news, local news to get uh, get covered, and there's always something. And then, uh, my bad, there's, and there, like I said, there's always something more we can do, which by that I mean we will cover our world news in the next following hour, and I will literally give you some conclusive steps on some of this crazy shit that is going on. In the medical doctrines, some of the definitions that are being changed by Fauci at this moment. So we will get all to that after our local news in the next hour. Let's go on break real quick. And this is Subliminal Message Studios, and let's just rock out real quick.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and the magic spell that we are under is tyranny. The magic spell that they have put under us is so hard and difficult to understand. They've put so much disinformation out there that even the information that gets covered sometimes is different. It is disinformation within itself. There's so many black black arms that are getting shoved into institutions right now it's not even funny and ladies and gentlemen uh we are not successful uh successful here in here in uh, nebraska to it either you see all all all, all these uh, crazy ideologies all these riots all this shit that's happening on the east coast and the west coast it's all coming here to the midwest don't think for one it's not now um uh, speaking of that let's touch base uh let's touch base and continue with the news. Now, the Lincoln Public School Board of Education upheld the firing of Lincoln Southeast High School teacher, where officials say violated district policy by not reporting a prior arrest and misusing sick leave. The board voted six on six to zero on Tuesday to terminate the contract with Sasha Reeks, social studies teacher who has worked at Southeast since 2011. Reeks appealed her termination, and the case was heard by an independent hearing officer last month who recommended that the board uphold the decision. According to the hearings officer findings, Reeks was initiated, initially fired in September after a series of incidents, beginning with her arrest for public intoxication at a Council Bluffs, Iowa casino in August, which she did not report to the district. Reeks was never charged. Then on September 7th, Officials say Reeks used sick leave to go to a bar and drink alcohol when an employee tipped off administrators at Lincoln Southeast Principal Tanner Penrod and another official went to the bar. Reeks approached the two officials and Penrod claimed that Reeks then brandished a pocket knife, which Penrod received a threat. Holy crap. And she was a social studies teacher. So you know what that means? She was very, very busy socializing your students. Oh, yeah. Lawyers representing the LPS and Reeks presented arguments during a near two-hour special meeting before the board Tuesday. Greg Perry, an attorney representing the district, said the incidents constituted violations of board policies that recommend certification staff to report certain arrests the businesses next day and prohibited misuse of sick leave. Now, Butts Reek, uh, Butts Reek attorney Nicholas Wedding painted a more complex picture of the point, uh, case, pointed to an investigation to a toxic work environment within the social studies department at South Week and Reek's mental health struggles. Welding said his client described a locker room type environment in a male-dominated department in which teachers would often brag about their sex lives, swear, uh, I, I'm very, very sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Brag about their sex lives, swear, and make frequent jokes focused on person's sexual orientation. Drinking was a big part of this culture, her lawyer said, including at school-sponsored events like golf tournaments and luncheons. Welding said that his client, his client was a participant in this culture until she was sexually assaulted by someone not associated with the department in 2016, which she had significant impact on her mental health. Oh, cry me a fucking river, first of all. And you know what? What is she? What is she, six? 
she hasn't heard talk like men and women talk about their sex lives. And I love how she's going to act. Did you guys know that it's actually women? It's a proven fact. It's a proven scientific fact. And I'm surprised I'm actually using, I have to use science right now. Not even going off of statistics, but she's just using science. Did you know it's a proven scientific fact that women discuss sex far more than almost, almost, almost 70% more than men? That's an actual statistic, by the way, um, uh, done by the Department of Justice and the FBI. 70% more than uh, men. So, yeah. But I get it. You know, you're 10 years old. Oh, my bad. You're 8 years old. You know, you have to cover your your your, your pretty little ears. Now, um, they, oh, it had, a, it had such a huge impact on your health that drinking was a big part of the culture. So in an effort to get away from the culture, in an effort to get away from drinking, you decided to start skipping work to go drink on yourself, drink by yourself. That makes all the much more sense anyways. Said Welding not only did view of the world change, but her view of the culture within the social studies department changed as well. Reeks brought general concerns to officials at Southeast LPS Welding said, which led to co-workers fulfilling her and caused further emotional distress. Eventually, Reeks filed a more specific complaint under the title, title 11, a federal law that protects employees against discrimination based on certain characteristics like race and sex, with Eric Weber, Association Superintendent of Human Resources. This sparked a months-long investigation Investigation last summer that ultimately uh, circulated, uh, curric- curriculumated in multiple Southeast teachers, including Reeks, being disciplined. Welding argued that the harassment also violated Title 11, another federal law that protects from discrimination based on sex and including the board should resign Reeks within the district. Perry argued that this issue at Southeast are not concerned to the incidents in question and assessment the hearing officer made as well. Welding, on the other hand, said the district was overzealous in tracking Reeks to a bar on her day off. He said Penrod and the other administrator. He said Penrod and the other administrator stayed for an hour and a half surveilling Reeks. Welding also said officials hired a private investigator that investigator that day to superstitiously strike up a conversation with Reeks. Reeks also did not intend to make Penrod feel threatened. Her attorney argued she had the pocket knife because she had been tearing down boxes and fidgets with objects when she was nervous, he said. Welding also said that day in question was the first time Reeks used sick leave because she had run out of discrimination, uh, discretionary days off I apologize under which her actions would not have constituted misuse of leave Reeks therapist and also recommended Reeks leave the house that day and socialize her lawyer said as far as the council bless arrest Welding said Reeks didn't think she needed to report it since she has never breathalyzed the charge was later dismissed and expunged from her record but Perry said the incidents were a breach of significant board policy and that the hearing officer plus officials at LPS and Southeast agreed that Reeks should be fired the board deliberated in closed session for nearly an hour before ultimately deciding to uphold Reek's termination. Board member Barb Barry was not at a Tuesday's meeting. Oh, and um, thank God she wasn't at Tuesday's meeting because uh, Bob Barry is a total socialist herself. And she'd be like, well, we have to uphold this. We have to uphold this just like just like this man that has been arrested for upholding a, a camera, putting a camera in the bathroom of a retirement community. No, I shit you not. This is uh, like this is insane. Absolutely crazy. Omaha police arrest man accused of placing a hidden camera in a bathroom at a retirement community. Jason Hunter. 
10 alleged victims at Lakeside Retirement Community. A hidden camera investigation is underway at an Omaha retirement community. Omaha police say a man who worked there recorded people in a bathroom. Now he's in jail. Jason Hunter, he's 43, facing felony charges of unlawful intrusion. Now OPD says he's the one that put a phone in an employee bathroom at the Lakeside Retirement Community. Police reports show at least 10 victims. Police got involved after a person at the retirement home found a cell phone pointed at the toilet in a single stall employee bathroom. A flashing light on the cell phone, which is in the wall, was that was that was what gave it away. The person who noticed told the police that the phone was recording when they looked at it. When police arrived and inspected the phone, they found multiple videos of different victims with their private parts exposed. That is fantastic, isn't it? And this is the kind of people we had at the Lakeside Retirement Home. Hmm, hmm, that's awesome. Way to go, guys. Way to go. Like you didn't see that one coming with the man who looked Looks like fucking looks like the the human version of Chucky for crying out loud. This dude, look, Jason Hunter. I, I you know honestly, he looks like fucking looks like Marilyn Manson. Like, he, but you didn't see this coming. How is that not discriminating uh, higher employees working out for you now? Like, you got to be kidding me, dude. You know, there's a difference between not discriminating someone and using common sense. Anyways, police say they tracked the phone to Jason Hunter and arrested him. Emmanuel runs the Lakeside Community Marketing Vice President Kelly Medwick said Omaha police were immediately contacted and that Manuel is cooperating with authorities. Medwick also confirmed Jason Hunter no longer works at the retirement community. Oh, well... Thank God he doesn't work at the retirement community anymore. God forbid he still worked there, right? What is he going to claim? Like they, they're, well, you know what? I know what he's going to say. Everyone, I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. This is against my, um, you guys have to understand that this is against my federal, my, um, this is against, uh, you're discriminating against me. You're discriminating against my race. You know, my race is pedophilia and you're discriminating against that and I just don't appreciate that. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me, you know what I mean? Now, anyways, Nebraska Governor, my boy Pete Ricketts, declines to Im implement new virus rules despite high ho hospitalizations. Total bullshit. Um, once again, total bullshit. Um, high ho hospitalizations. My ass. Um, uh, the number of viruses hospitalizations in Nebraska exceeds the level that was supposed to trigger new restrictions from the state. But Governor Pete Ricketts said those aren't needed because hospitals are already limited surgeries to preserve capacity. Sell State health officials said 741 people were hospitalized with COVID-19 Wednesday. That is up significantly since late December when 444 people, 445 people were hospitalized. Now, I'm going to break this down right here, right now, before I even continue this article. When they say 741 people were hospitalized with COVID-19, they're just, they're not stating the fact that these were people that said, hey, I have some symptoms. I have a little chill. I have, I have um, a little chill. They got tested at the hospital. They then left the hospital on walking out. It's not like they stayed in the hospital. No, they walked out of the hospital and went and quarantined themselves because they are a bunch of fucking slaves. So when they say 700 people were hospitalized with COVID-19 Wednesday, they are not including and stating the facts that these people did not actually stay in the hospital. They have made went to the hospital. Look up the definition of hospitalized, all right? Do that real quick and then come check on me, all right? Now, anyways, 
But officials at CHI Health said there are some encouraging signs of national and state data that suggest that current surge driven by the highly contagious Omerion virus, I mean Omerion virus, my bad, the RMB and senior virus, anyways, of the virus may be near its peak. Oh, may be near its peak. Okay, so let's lock everything down for what then? Why are we locking shit down? Why put out a mass mandate if we're if it's almost near its peak? What is a mask going to do for us after two years? I don't understand it, but apparently Dr. Lindsay Hughes understands it completely well. Apparently she is still understanding of it that not only has she not come up with any other plans during this entire pandemic, not only has she come up with any other ideas with all her, all her knowledge and all her experience and all her college degrees, but she hasn't come up with diddly dick throughout this entire pandemic. But her only solution, the one thing she has made known to the Omaha public, you all need to make sure you put on a mask. That's awesome, Lindsay. You're doing a fantastic job. You know what, Lindsay? You just, you suck, man. Like, you do. I'm not going to go that hard on you, but you do, man. You suck. Anyways, as Mutual of Omaha lays out vision for its future and new downtown office tower... But I thought you didn't answer the rumors, right? What's next for Midtown? Mutual of Omaha talks future of areas. Company plans to move HQ downtown. That's right. They don't respond to rumors, but they're going to go flat out say, yeah, we run shit around here. As Mutual of Omaha lays out a version for its future, a new downtown Oval Office Tower, the company's footprint in Midtown is left to be filed. Mutual of Omaha has called Midtown home since 1940, and we are very interested in its help, said James Breckeridge, CEO of Mutual of Omaha. Mutual announced Wednesday it intends to build a new headquarters on the site of the W. Dale Clark Library. The plans also include a streetcar connecting downtown and midtown. Wow. See, now they're just going go ahead and open up and admitting it. But they're gonna, but then when, when people ask them about it, they're going to say, we don't respond to rumors. That makes sense. Awesome. Mutual's presence in Midtown goes beyond its office. The company built Midtown Crossing, which opened in 2010. According to Blackledge, they've already sold off multiple parcels there. Hmm, sound kind of familiar, like what I was just talking about, right? We sold the hotel, the apartments, almost all the condos are sold, he said. Mutual also owns properties to the east, like the former Clarinda Page buildings, which the company tore down in 2014, making way for the re, uh, new redevelopment. In 2016, the company announced plans for a large project in that area called Turner Park East. More demolition followed. Now, Mutual said it's planning for the sale and redevelopment, redevelopment of the office campus, as well as the property east of Turner Park. Mutual said it will continue to support growth in Midtown, and the inclusion of a streetcar will help. You have to be kidding me. It's, it, it's not going to help anyone but the bank and all the crackheads that are going to drive around in it. But anyways, so we have commitments to Midtown. <laughs> and I quote, so we have commitment to Midtown. The streetcar running by Midtown will be the catalyst to continue the growth and development in Midtown, Blackledge said. Mayor Gene Startworth echoed the sentiment. The streetcar provides the opportunity for Mutual of Omaha to build downtown and to redevelop its current campus and other property they own east of Turner Park. That's exactly what the streetcar does. It opens opportunities for new housing, businesses, Job, job opportunities, entertainment, and the amenities that attract people to Omaha and the urban core for the mayor said in a statement. The free, the free to ride streetcar would run in a three mile loop from downtown to midtown. 
So I have one question for you. Um, how about investing in, um, uh, you know, how about we invest? And, it, and this is going to sound crazy, right? This is going to sound like, no way. Why would you say this? This is going to sound really, really extreme. I get it. But like, why don't we invest in um, small businesses and um, uh, more and in the creation of and the creation of the individual creating his own business? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we do that? Why don't we? How come we're not investing in that? Why wouldn't we invest in that? Why would we? Why would we give? And why would we give? Mutual of Omaha the right to develop downtown however they see fit. A bank that has profited millions and billions of dollars over the years. And what have they given back to the Omaha people? Streetcars and burning the books. This is fantastic. And you know what? I'm all for it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm all for it. (laughs) Definitely all for it. You're fucking kidding me. Omaha Designs Executive Director Scott Dobb said it's a great opportunity to drive development in places like Turner Park East. Dobb said he believes Midtown is on a good path and the streetcar will only enhance it. Oh yeah, Midtown is on a good path. We're gonna have we're gonna have crackheads and Turner Park East in no time. Don't you worry. I think what we're gonna I think what we're gonna do is see places that are right now underutilized. Just simply surface parking lots became places for people, and to me that's really exciting. Dobb said. Dobb also sees the potential for more housing in Midtown. Some of the biggest needs are the affordable housing space and again, building with more density and better connecting opportunity through something like a, a curriculator like this modern streetcar. Can I really think help the housing issue, Dobb said. Oh yeah, because the streetcars are going to help Build houses. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There is a potential for another large development in Midtown itself. Nebraska's Medicine Project next could bring a tower to Saddle Creek and Farnham and thousands of permanent jobs. Wednesday, Nebraska Medicine said we have no plans to utilize any mutual properties in the Midtown area. How much do you guys want to bet that is total bullshit right here, right now? Dead honest too. Like, how much do you guys want to bet? I'm, 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 I'm betting. I'm, I'm down to, I'm down to bet. I'm so serious. I'm down for it because uh, when they say that, that's exactly what they're gonna do. Now, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to much more news in uh, the local times. This is an article out of Patch, and this is from the American Analyst Surveys, right? Omaha, Nebraska received the D grade for fiasco health. That's right. This analyst surveys the fiasco health for the 75 most populated U.S. cities during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. And what grade did we receive? I guess we received the D. That's right. The D. The D. That D, that D, that D. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, yeah, we, were, we we apparently we received a D grade from the Fiasco Health Committee. And uh, that being said, meaning I guess Omaha people don't want to have experimental jabs put into their body. That's so sad. So, so very sad. Now, um, uh, moving on to the brighter side of news. Well, uh, sorry, there isn't really a, a brighter side of news. Now, uh, news, I should say. Um, but there are things um, to always hopefully, hopefully look forward to, I should say. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have our top article of the day. We have something that I, 
I think Nebraska is doing the right way, and we are joining other states up in, in doing so. And I am talking, of course, about the convention of states. Do you understand me? And of course, you're going to start hearing articles. You're going to start. You're going to start hearing uh, on CNN. You're going to start seeing on all these other left wing propaganda groups and all these other left wing articles, all these other left wing bullshit. They want China to rule us and all this other stuff. All right, man. And you're going to start seeing them talk, uh, having these talking points saying that the Republican states want to change the U.S. Constitution. You see, they want to make changes to the U.S. Constitution. That's what they're going to start saying, right? But it has nothing to do with making changes. We are just doing exactly what is in our right within the Constitution to get away from completely tyrann from the tyrannical Biden administration and the tyrannical elites. Now, that being said, Convention of the States pushed its halfway mark with Nebraska, all right? And Nebraska on Friday became the 17th state to call for a, a Convention of States to consider making changes to the U.S. Constitution. That's not true. Putting supporters halfway to their goals of getting the 34 states needed to trigger a convention. Nebraska lawmakers gave the measure final approval with a 32 to 10 vote. Just three days after Wisconsin passed a similar proposal, what did I say? Other states are gaining up on this too. And when they say we're, uh, the, they're trying to change the U.S. Constitution, that is not true at all, all right? Now, the measure sponsor, State Senator Steve Harrelin, said he pushed for it out of concern for the growing national debt under presidents from both parties. He said that he has heard hearing strong support from cons uh, constitutes in his central Nebraska district and around the state. Now, functionally, the founding fathers intended for the states to have equal footing with Congress. To me, that's important. I think it's a state uh, it's a state Severity issue. It's Nebraska saying we're not. A, it's Nebraska saying we're Nebraska, and we're not. We are not America. We're, we're like you know we're not. We're not all America. State. There is no such thing as. Which the reason why they call it the United States of America. All right. Like the other states' resolutions, Nebraska calls seeks to impose fiasco restraints on the federal government, limit the federal government's power and jurisdiction, and impose term limits on the Congress. The Nebraska measure passed after supporters agreed to add five-year onset, letting the measure expire in February 20, uh, 2027. Backers also had to come up with 33 votes to overcome a legislative filibuster from opponents because the measure is a resolution and not a bill. It doesn't require approval from Governor Pete Ricketts, although the Republican governor has voiced support for it and in the past. Opponents raise concern about a runaway convention that goes beyond those limits, resulting in drastic changes to the national funding founding documents and the freedoms it protects. Some lawmakers argue that the convention would widen the nation's politi political division and could ultimately backfire in Nebraska, leading to changes that hurt the state. Oh, yeah. Do you mean the state? You mean you mean the changes, the changes that you don't want to see? You mean, oh, you don't want to see Mutual of Omaha get that one point six billion dollars, huh? Is that why there's this huge push going on right now? I don't know, but we need to support this. Absolutely support this because it is something that has nothing to do with changing the Constitution of the United States. It is actually what is exactly in the Constitution of the United States. And this is actually the exactly thing we need to do is limit the federal government. 
This is all got to stop. And that's not to say, oh, so you, we need to give more power to the state. No, we need to limit right after. You know what? How about this? Right after they, right after we limit the federal government within Nebraska, now how about we let limit the state government? Because the people can do that too. It is up to the people. How about we do that? Is that fair? Fair. Awesome. Good. We can all agree on fucking something. All right. And if we can't agree on that, can we at least agree on some really good enchiladas? You know what I'm saying? I love enchiladas. I don't know how my mind works, but you guys are kind of finding out how my mind works a little bit. Now, um, just uh, uh, reiterating on this article, now, Senator Megan Hunt of Omaha said she was concerned that special interest groups would try to influence the process and argued that lawmakers should focus more on protecting voting rights. We have a good democracy if we can keep it, if we can protect it, she said. Oh, okay. So that's what we, that's, see, you see, they always bring, you see how it's always about voting rights? It's 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 not about the th- it's not about the, all all the immigrants that we're bringing in here. It's not about all the the, the people that we are clearly bra- that are getting dropped off here through uh, dropped off here through human trafficking. We have no idea where they're from. We have no idea if they've been convicted of any murders. Oh, speaking of that, scratch that. We at least know about one illegal immigrant that uh, was uh, brought over here by the Biden administration that went and killed that police officer out in Texas. Yeah, now we're finding out that that is illegal. Im- Not even, you know, I'm just going to leave the fact that he came over here illegally alone. I'm going to include, let's just focus on the fact that he was a murderer out in El Salvador. Yeah. Convicted murderer out in El Salvador. Caught in Mexico. Mexico then released him to American, to the U.S. border patrol. The U.S. border patrol then flew him to Texas where he killed and shot a cop. Yeah. But don't worry. Don't worry. It's all coming to you. It's all coming to you, police force. It's all coming to you. So why are you guys tasked up on this whole, uh, you know, we need to uh, fight against methamphetamine. Why are you guys fight against this supposed scourge against methamphetamine? Why don't you turn to the FBI, which you're working with, and ask them, hey, man. Why are you actually involved with some of these uh, with some of these companies? Why are you involved in the pharmaceutical companies? Why are you actually supporting them? Why are you do, literally backing them up, like giving them giving them contractors, giving them F, uh, private FBI agents that then uh, help you with security? Where do you think these pharmaceutical companies are getting their plants from, ladies and gentlemen? They're not growing them themselves. They're buying them from the cartels. They don't put it on the Ozarks because it's a cool concept. Hollywood tells you the truth. They just don't expect you to be smart enough to believe it's real. That's exactly what has been going on since the fucking 80s. That's what's been going on. These pharmaceutical companies have been linked up with the cartels. So how how does it, you know, so, so you know what, like, do you, do you, uh, you know, I, I don't know how else to say this. I think we need to focus on other groups, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what? Let's. This is going to just bring me to the end of this podcast. I'm going to cover the world new uh, world news in the next hour, ladies and gentlemen. This is Subliminal Message Studios. All right, you can find me on YouTube, any other social platform except for TikTok and Twitter. And that's because fuck TikTok, and I got banned off of Twitter. <laughs> all right, so uh, here we are. Uh, let's go to the next hour, ladies and gentlemen. Let's cover that world news. Let's go. All right, let's stay focused. Let's stay kind. Let's be respectful to one another. And as always, 
as always, carry a gun. Always carry a gun, ladies and gentlemen. And support America. Yeah!